Today on Media Download, from Montclair State University and WMSC-FM, the latest on technology. Digital privacy is a concern. Streaming is king. It's trending now. And media issues. Let's start with the presidential campaign. The frontrunner is firmly in the lead in every national poll. What's the press's responsibility? Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming. Hello, I'm Errol Brown, Director of the School of Communication and Media. Welcome to our holiday edition of Media Download. This is our final episode of the calendar year, and we're lucky enough to be joined today by the man, the myth, the legend, Santa Claus himself, who's here in studio just on the eve of Christmas Eve, his busiest night of the year. Today he'll discuss his work, his life, his family, and maybe, just maybe, he'll share with us who has been naughty or nice. Welcome, Santa. Oh, thank you. It's a pleasure being here at Montclair State. <laughs> uh, we, we ask all the, our guests this, but what would you like to be called, Santa, in this, this conversation? Chris, oh, Santa, Santi? Actually, most people call me Santa Claus or Santa, but however you're comfortable, whatever you're comfortable calling me, that's fine with me. <laughs> oh, excellent. I, I will call you Santa Claus. Thank you. Um, so it's just a couple days away. You have one really important night coming up, but that would be December 24th, right around the corner. How is that night for you? Oh, that is the most busiest night of the year for me. Uh, first of all, let me give you a little background. We get ready. The sleigh is loaded with all the toys. The reindeers are all well-fed. They have been doing their exercises and, and uh, eating a special diet, so they're all ready to go. And then we're ready to deliver all the toys. <laughs> and so, and that process uh, is a 24-hour process again with all the different time zones you go to and so forth, right? Exactly. But that's the miracle of Christmas. It's as though time stands still and I'm able to deliver all these toys in one night. <laughs> Can you share with us, uh, Sandy, uh, any insights in terms of what's hot this year in terms of toys? What are children really looking for? Actually, most of the children, a lot of the boys are asking for drones. I'm getting an awful lot of requests for those. A lot of the girls are, are asking for dolls and, and stuff. But uh, Pokemon is a huge, huge item this year. <laughs> That's funny. Um, have you seen some Pokemon? Have you, have you been chasing them yourself? No, I'm too busy to chase them, but I'm well aware of them. <laughs> what, uh, Santa, what happens? I've often wondered this. What happens on December 26th? Do you go to Florida and take a couple of weeks off? I mean, what happens? Actually, on December 26th, you can find me up in the North Pole with my robe and slippers and just in my favorite chair, resting up from all the work that we did. <laughs> and how long does that rest period last before you have to get back at it again? Actually, it lasts just maybe a day or two, and then we're busy working on next year's toys. <laughs> I, I see that you're, you've are you come to the studio today in your uh, Santa Claus complete attire, all red and white. What's the history of that attire, and, and how, does, how does all that come together? Actually, many years ago, Mrs. Claus found this beautiful velvet material, and she found this faux fur, and she made me this outfit. That was the original outfit, and I call it the miracle of the suit. It is warm when it's cold outside, and it's 
cool when it's warm outside. How did that? How does that is a, that is a miracle? Oh, that is. Well, that's the miracle of the suit. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And what's the miracle of the food? You you travel around the world. People leave you food uh, that that evening. What happens to all that food, Santa? Well, what I tell the children when I see them, I said, if you're going to leave me food, just leave me one cookie because I might take just a little bite out of it. And if you're leaving me milk, just leave me about an inch because I take a sip and then I have to run and I hate to waste all those large glasses of milk. <laughs> That's extremely efficient and extremely sensitive to the to the world's hungry and so forth. Exactly. I, 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 I do appreciate that. Um, what about the what about the reindeer? What's that night like for them? Is it exhausting or are they just so well cared for and so blessed that this is just a great thing for them? This is they're so well trained and so well taken care of that this is their this is their night. Actually, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to get around. <laughs> of course. Um, I see you these days in shopping centers a lot and in various places where kids visit you. Is this really the hardest part of it, uh, uh, fulfilling uh, all the wishes and uh, time consumption that kids need this time of year? Actually, the reason we visit early is because we want to see as many children as we can and ask what they really want. Because on Christmas Eve, I want them all to be in bed. And I was saying that if they were up, I'd have to stop. I love them so much, I'd have to stop and visit with them. And if I visited with this child and that child, I might not be able to deliver all my toys. And wouldn't it be terrible if theirs was the house that I missed? So that's why I try to visit as many children before Christmas as I can so that they're all nestled in their bed when I can deliver all the toys. Yes, and, and, and the pressure to be 100% uh, complete about that is enormous, uh, obviously. Um, a lot of people, com- some complains, but some marvel at how early uh, the decorations seem to go up year after year after year, extending, I guess, your season in some ways. Is that is that a good thing from the from where you sit? Uh, actually, I, I thought about that a lot. And years ago, it was just maybe the beginning of December or mid-December, people would start decorating. But now people are just... just they're so enamored with the season that they start right the day after Thanksgiving. All the houses are decorated. I guess that's personal choice, but we're too busy up the North Pole to even think about that. <laughs> but that means the expectation for you to be in the shopping malls is even earlier, October, not just after Thanksgiving. Isn't that correct? That's correct. That's correct. But we try to, you know, we try to, I try to make time to be there as, <laughs> as early as I can. <laughs> now, you, uh, when you go out at night, you, uh, you do intersect with our international defense systems. I gather uh, you, you, NORAD is quite aware of you and keeping an eye on things. And in this uh, tense world we live in, I assume that's another challenge for governments around the world. What is your relationship with NORAD? Well, initially, initially it bothered me, but then it's like anything else. You get so used to it that you're unaware of their presence. And, you know, if they want to track where I am for children to see or parents to find out where, you know, my location, that's, that's fine. So it, this doesn't bother you. It doesn't interfere. It doesn't seem like there's maybe there, there's some espionage or something secret going on here. This is this is fine with you. This is fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, so when you're traveling and Norad is tracking you and many people in the world are keeping an eye on where you are, 
where do you really like to visit? Do you get all excited about showing up in uh, in the South Africa or, you know, pick a – what are the places you really <laughs> like to show up in? Uh, actually, thinking about it, I'm so busy delivering toys that it's like – it's like flying over a, a beautiful city and not being able to enjoy it. I just have to just spend the time. My focus is getting to the houses so I really can enjoy what these beautiful cities have to offer. Well, hopefully during break time you will get to experience some of the great places in the oh, world, yes. China and South Africa and, yes. and so on and so forth. Um, we, mu- we can't avoid talking about naughty and nice. Yes. <laughs> um, there are certainly naughty and nice people on everybody's list. Uh, we have friends who are, we would like to put on that list. But how do you go about uh, creating that list and give us some highlights of who's particularly naughty? Okay. Years ago, this was all done by hand. I had this big scroll and I wrote in calligraphy all the names of the children. Now, with today's technology, I use computers so I can keep track of all the children. The, the population has grown so much that I just need the help of computers. And on the, as far as the, the naughty list, I have little L's on the shelves that report back to me and tell me who's being good. I do use social media, but on social media, you only see mostly positive things. So you know who's on the good list, but it's to find out who's on the naughty list. But if I know that somebody's on the naughty list, I always tell them, I'm giving you a chance from Thanksgiving to Christmas. If you behave, and with the L's on the shelves, I think that makes them aware that I'm watching, they sort of behave. And and as far as the naughty list, I like to think of it as the misunderstood list. Because sometimes children or even adults behave and Maybe they just misunderstood. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that's the case with many children, but there are many high-profile children who wind up on the same uh, naughty list. When you see Justin Bieber misbehaving or somebody who's in the public eye, doesn't that give you pause and suggest maybe you need to really make the point to them? Exactly, exactly. You know, just speaking of Justin Bieber, Please. he's a young adult, so He's still on. He's still on the list. As far as which adults, list? Which list is he? Well, actually, <laughs> he he's on the borderline list okay. Okay, because sometimes enough. sometimes he does some great things with visiting hospitals and all, but other times his behavior is not acceptable. <laughs> so he's he's borderline. Uh, who else in the public eye might might you see as borderline? Well. My focus is the children. I know where you're going. You want to know about the adults. But my focus is the children. And I don't have time for the, you know, I just want to make sure that all the children, that I know what they're doing and, and how they're behaving. Do, do you, are you open to public input or, uh, or on this topic? Can people write to you and, and nominate people for the naughty or nice list? People send me letters. I get lots of letters. Well, most of the time, the letters are from children asking what they want. But I have letters from children saying, Santa, I wasn't that good, and I'm going to try harder. And when I see a letter like that, it melts my heart, and I say, you know, this child is 
going to get his gifts. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I, I guess the transparency of that is encouraging about our young people, right? Yes. Um, so this was a very turbulent year in the United States, and in many ways around the world, we had an election. What's the meaning of the election uh, for your work? Actually, my as I said before, my focus is the children. I know I'm I'm aware of the election and what what went on, and the, talking about social media. Santa took a break from social media during this turbulent time. I'll bet. There were so many negative things written about both candidates. <laughs> and, and I guess that's one of the toughest part of your job, to, to have to deal with the turbulence of the world we live in and have the right perspective on it. Isn't that correct? Yes. And it's so hard for the children because sometimes they hear these things and and they get upset. And, and when I do see the children, if they do ask me about them, and I tell them, look, that's your parents' concern. Your concern is just behaving and being good and, 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 and living life to the fullest. It's interesting, as you said before, that the, the, today's children are asking for things as complex as drones. I don't, yes. I don't know if you're fulfilling those wishes because drones have both positive and negative purposes. They can be delivering gifts to young people around the world, but they can also be spying on people. Uh, do you make value judgments about uh, kids and their wishes? I do. And I tell the children, when they ask me for a drone or something, I say, you know, sometimes I can't fulfill your request, but if I can't, I make sure that I bring you something extra special. So because like when children ask for guns, I, I don't like that at all. That's, that's good to hear, yes. So I just tell them, look, Santa might not be able to bring that, but if I don't bring that, I'm certainly going to bring you something wonderful. And what is, what is the default in this regard? What if a child says to you, you know, I really don't know what I want. There are so many, so many things to choose from. How do you deal with that? I love when the children tell me that because I tell them we make such wonderful things up in the North Pole, things you don't see in, in catalogs and on TV commercials. And I always like to load the sleigh with some of them for the children because they are really nice surprises. You know, it, it's interesting talking to you because, Santa, you sound very much like a New Yorker. And, and I didn't know that Santa Claus was uh, was from New York. Uh, that's good to hear. Actually, Santa is like a chameleon. If I'm in New York, I try to speak like a New Yorker. If I'm in France, I try to speak like a Frenchman. Oh, Parlez-vous français? Parlez-vous un peu. Un peu. And wherever I speak in Italy, I speak Italiano. <laughs> so I try to, I try to just. Blended with my surroundings. That, that is excellent. I did not know you were multilingual among your many traits. Well, Santa, it's great to have you. Have a good <laughs> few days leading into Christmas. Um, any last words for the children uh, listening tonight? Well, I want to tell all the children, I'll be here very soon. Make sure you're all nestled in your beds because I am going to be delivering all my toys that I want everyone to be happy. <laughs> that is great to hear. As we end a turbulent 2016, it's great to end on such a positive note and such focus on our children because they're, they're so important to where we're going as a community and as a country. Thank you, Sam. They certainly are. My pleasure. <laughs> to all listening, a happy holiday. I'm glad we could bring you Santa today um, in studio. 
If you'd like more information about this episode of Media Download, you can write us at gm at wmscradio.com or call us at 973-655-3135. Happy holidays. I'm Merrill Brown. Thank you for listening.